You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 107. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there, my name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. For this episode, I wanted to continue answering questions from my podcast audience. For those who may not be as familiar with the podcast, in past episodes I've given out a phone number where you can call in and leave me a question about voice acting as a voicemail. From time to time I'll pick the most relevant questions I receive and answer them here on the podcast. Let's get started. Let's answer some questions from you, our listeners. Hi, my name is Berna. I'm calling from Rock Hill, South Carolina. And first, just want to thank you, Mr. Freeman, for all your advice and information. Um, I just wanted to ask one question. Um, how do you know that you have what it actually takes? I love, would love to do it, you know, voice acting, voiceovers and such, but um, I just hear people telling me that I have a nice voice or whatever, but how do, how would you know for yourself what was what did it take for you to know that you had what it took? If you can just give me an answer on that, it may, really would help me greatly. Thank you. Hi, Varna. Thanks for calling in. If you're wondering whether or not you have what it takes to be a professional voice actor, you're not alone. It can be difficult when looking in from the outside to determine exactly what is required to become successful in such a specific and often poorly understood profession. As of now, there are no college degrees I know of for voice acting, nor is there any official or accredited path into the voiceover industry. While many professions require specialized schooling, exams, and licenses, voice acting seems mysterious because people from all walks of life seem to achieve varying levels of success. What's even more confusing is that formal acting education may or may not be the determining factor in any one person's success. Some people seem to be naturals, while others need more structured training. Because your question is so common, and every person who asks it faces a different journey on the way to a voice acting career, I've decided to spend the entire episode deciding once and for all what it takes to be a successful voice actor. It would be great if there were a checklist one could fill out or a test one could take to determine whether one is guaranteed to succeed in voice acting. But if you've been listening to my podcast from the beginning, you'll know that there is no such test for voice acting success. Simply having a nice voice won't cut it and even having some acting talent is not enough. I've met many actors with striking voices or natural performance ability who never seem to achieve consistent success because they don't have the focus and commitment necessary to be truly competitive in the industry. They fail to treat their voice acting career as a business and are frequently outpaced by actors who have more tenacity. However, 
relying solely on dogged determination without effective performance skills is also not enough. I've watched people struggle for years, believing they are doing all the right things, but having very little career success to show for it because they haven't actually honed their acting skills to a professionally competitive level. There's also the interpersonal side of building a voice acting career, which includes networking, marketing yourself, and building rapport with employers and other industry colleagues. Knowing the right people can get you in the door, but it's not enough to make up for a lack of commitment or poor acting ability. Friends and business acquaintances can help you find opportunities, but in the end, you as the actor have to be able to consistently deliver a performance that people want. On top of that, what people want is constantly changing as acting styles and vocal trends evolve. A successful voice actor needs to be constantly aware of what is going on in the industry and updating their own acting choices in order to remain relevant. So if voice acting requires one to be great at so many different things, what core characteristics can we identify that are crucial to achieving true success as a professional voice actor. So far, it still seems mysterious. If it isn't just how you sound, or how much natural acting talent you might have, and if it isn't just your dedication, business savvy, networking skills, or industry awareness, what can you really depend on to know for sure if you really have what it takes? Luckily, I've given this potentially overwhelming topic a lot of thought. And I found there are only two things that I believe can really determine your success as a voice actor. Honesty and fascination. I list honesty first because the first thing a potential voice actor needs to be honest about is their level of fascination with voice acting itself. You see, you can have a huge amount of inborn talent. You can say that you are committed to pursuing your career goals. And you can have all the best networking connections in the world. But if you are not fascinated with voice acting, chances are you won't get very far. A successful voice acting career requires enough dedication to learn and master the acting, business, and interpersonal skills I've already mentioned, as well as the stamina to maintain one's relevancy through ongoing research and training. Fascination is the only engine I know that can provide enough power to drive a successful and sustainable voice acting career. Every wildly successful voice actor I've met is sincerely fascinated with one or more aspects of voice acting. They may love creating new characters, or bringing stories to life, or collaborating with their fellow artists, or a combination of all these and more. They are filled with enthusiasm and they can't help but think about voice acting, sometimes incessantly. If you're not fascinated with some aspect of voiceover, you will most likely not have the energy to do what it takes to be successful. You will find excuses to avoid improving your skills, or you'll get distracted by other topics that hold more fascination for you. Voice acting is a very self-motivated business, and if you don't really love it, over time, you'll find you won't be able to compete with those for whom voice acting is truly their passion. If you're just starting out, you may not know yet if voice acting fascinates you enough for you to do what it takes to make it your career. You may need to take some classes 
or seek more acting experiences to determine if the voiceover world is truly something that makes you excited and eager to learn more. So, try it out. Do whatever you can to practice voice acting from wherever you are. You don't need to do a lot, just try a class or two. Or get a microphone and try recording yourself on your computer. See how it goes, and how you feel about it. By exposing yourself to the actual process of voice acting, you'll start to learn whether or not it appeals to you. If you find yourself becoming more and more excited about exploring voice acting, then follow that excitement. It will lead to more excitement, which will grow into a fascination that could last a lifetime. True fascination with a subject feels like rolling a snowball down a hill. It tends to get bigger and faster as it goes. You may catch yourself daydreaming about voice acting or imagining what it would be like to collaborate with others on certain projects. That's fascination at work. So follow that fascination. Allow it to be the energy you use to pursue your voice acting dreams. But what if you find that after trying a few classes or spending some time recording yourself performing scenes or reading copy, you're not feeling more fascinated and curious to explore further? You may find that as you try your hand at voice acting, in the end it just doesn't interest you that much. The whole process might seem more tedious or unappealing than you initially thought it would be, and that's okay. It just means that you're probably fascinated with some other career path. And it's a good thing you tried voice acting, if only to discover it's not really what you want to do. Now you're free to move on and continue the search for your true fascination. But let's assume for the sake of fully addressing your question, that you've dipped your toe into the pool of voice acting and you found that it really does fascinate you in some way. You've taken some classes or recorded yourself, or tried collaborating on a project with others who are enthusiastic about creating with you. You've had some good experiences trying out the voice acting process, and now you want to know if you've really got what it takes to make it as a professional. This is where your honesty has to come in to temper and complement your enthusiasm. A successful voice actor must be honest with themselves about their marketability and their acting skills. They must evaluate themselves as dispassionately as possible and determine what voice acting niches suit their voice and whether or not their performance skills are professionally competitive in those niches. This can be difficult for aspiring voice actors since they often don't know what voice acting niches to pursue or if their skills are professionally competitive against others in their niche. They often lack the experience to be able to tell what goes into crafting a good performance, and may therefore be unsure how to improve their own. They may also be unfamiliar with current trends in the industry, and what it takes to market themselves effectively to potential clients and employers. This is why it is so important when you're first starting out to train with coaches and teachers who actually work as voice actors. Working professionals have the first-hand experience to know whether your skills are competitive or not. They can help you be honest about where you are and what you need to do to get to the next level. They also know what producers are looking for and how to approach voice acting from a business perspective. They can help you find what is most marketable about your individual sound 
and maximize your ability to perform on a professionally competitive level. If you have a sincere passion and fascination for voice acting, and you're willing to be honest about what you have to offer and where your skills currently are, you have what it takes to become a professional voice actor. It's the relationship between your fascination and your honesty that will sustain long-term success. Fascination gets you started, and honesty tells you where you are in your journey. Fascination gives you the drive to improve when honesty lets you know you have work to do. Once you've decided that voice acting really fascinates you, it's time to get honest and hone those acting, business, and interpersonal skills. With the help of experienced working professionals, you'll be able to gauge your current progress and see where you are in relationship to where you want to be. Over time, you'll gain more experience and insight into the inner workings of the industry. Then you'll know better how to market and position yourself to take advantage of any opportunities that appear. Voice acting is a journey fueled by fascination, and honesty is your navigation system. If your chosen destination is having a successful and sustainable voice acting career, these two core characteristics are vital to your progress. So, how does one truly know if they have what it takes to be a professional voice actor? The short answer is that only you can answer this question. Only you can be honest enough with yourself to know if you're truly fascinated with voice acting. And if you are, only you can be dedicated enough to do whatever it takes for you to compete on a professional level. Mentors and coaches can provide you with helpful feedback about where your acting skills are and what you might need to do to improve them. They might also be able to tell you what you need to do from a business perspective to maximize your chances of getting hired. However, in the end, you and only you can decide whether you will be a success. So take stock of your level of fascination with voice acting, then get some working professionals to help you gauge where you are skill-wise and see if your fascination is strong enough for you to do what it takes to be competitive. Your success in the field of voice acting or any other career you might decide to pursue is up to you. Oh, and there's one more thing that I'd like to address. At the very end of your question, you ask, what did it take for me, Crispin Freeman, to know that I had what it took to be a successful voice actor? This was a very shrewd thing to include in your question, because it means that you're asking not just for general information about what it takes to succeed, but specifically how did I know that I had what it took to become a voice actor? That's like asking two questions in one, and I'm happy to give you a bonus answer because you're just that good. The short answer is, I didn't know if I had what it took, especially when I was just starting out. While I had been pursuing acting in earnest since I was about 13 or 14, I didn't even think about becoming a voice actor until I finished graduate school when I was 25. Up until that point, my focus had been on becoming a theatrical actor, maybe expanding into TV and film, and I didn't even really know voice acting was an option. Even with all my schooling, 
I still had no guarantee that I would succeed as a professional actor in the theater or otherwise. It turns out that in art, there are no degrees or classes that guarantee success. You train to the best of your ability, and at some point you just have to get out there and see if people like what you do. So, that's what I did. I went out into the professional world, tried my best, and adjusted as I went based on the feedback I received. What I did know for certain was that I had been fascinated with animated storytelling for as long as I could remember. This meant that when the opportunity arose for me to audition for an English dub of a Japanese animated series, I took advantage of it without knowing whether I would be successful or not. What mattered in the moment was that I was passionate about it enough to try, even without a guarantee. Then, when I was cast as a leading character in the series, I realized that I was more enthusiastic about working on that animated show than I was about my then-current job acting on Broadway. For most actors, being on Broadway would be considered a much bigger deal than working on a Japanese animated show. In that moment, I had to be honest with myself. Which path did I want to pursue more fully? Theater or animation? I let my excitement be my guide. I chose to pursue my fascination with animation and eventually made plans to leave New York City, move to Los Angeles, and follow my passion for voice acting. When I arrived in Los Angeles, I was in for a rude awakening. Based on my previous experiences in New York, I thought my acting skills were professionally competitive. Well, in L.A., they were not. I was cast in a couple of important animated shows and was promptly let go from both of them because my performance abilities were inadequate compared to my fellow voice actors in those titles. In the midst of that incredible disappointment, I had to be honest with myself again. I was still passionate about voice acting, but now I had to determine where my skills were lacking and also what it would take to improve them. I got to work taking classes and private coaching from the best mentors and working professionals I could find. I studied the performances of everyone in L.A. I admired to see if I could determine what I needed to do to compete in this market. Fortunately, after much effort and soul-searching, I was able to improve my skills, and I started booking more work. Even now, I am still honing my skills and adding more abilities to my repertoire. My honesty and fascination really came to my rescue during those initial dark days in Los Angeles, and I've depended on them ever since. When I began my career as a voice actor, I didn't know if I had what it took to succeed. There was no one who could tell me with certainty that I would make it. In fact, I sometimes got the opposite response. During school, I had one of my theater teachers tell me to my face that I did not possess the killer instinct needed to become successful as an actor. Back then, he believed I should just give up now rather than drag out my inevitable failure over many years of struggle. On one level, he was right. While I am grateful for my experience in the theater, I don't think I'll be going back there anytime soon, because it's just not my greatest passion. So I guess I don't have the killer instinct when it comes to being a theatrical actor. 
But this doesn't mean that teacher was right about my not being able to compete as an acting professional. I just needed to find my true passion in the field. I am utterly fascinated with animated and video game storytelling. I honestly can't stop thinking about it. And this fascination has helped me pursue my dreams and achieve lasting success as a professional voice actor. No matter what anyone tells you, if you're sincerely fascinated with voice acting and you're willing to be honest and put the work into becoming professionally competitive, you will succeed. It's all up to you. To Varna and to all my listeners, good luck and have fun on the way to finding your true passion and fascination. I hope that by hearing a little of my own story, you feel less alone in not yet knowing whether you have what it takes. I have every confidence you will discover that for yourself, and I wish you the best on your journey, wherever it might lead you. If any of my listeners would like to call in with your own thoughts, thank yous, or questions, the number is 323-696-2655. Please remember to state your first name and what city in the world you're calling from before leaving your message. I'll include this call-in number in the blog post associated with this episode at voiceactingmastery.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening.